0: Real quick, I want to share some of my favorite episodes as we are leading up to the one-year birthday of Rooted in Retail. There's so much amazing content on this show. I have talked to incredible guests, so it's very hard to narrow it down. But I did find my top nine, and I want to share three in this episode today. I'm calling this theme fast growth. All three of these retailers saw pretty quick growth and have just been scaling their stores and having incredible advice for you, the listener. So if you haven't caught episode 28 with Adrienne, the owner of two Bostons, we do talk about having multi-store locations in this episode. She's got seven storefronts, but even if you only have one, Adrienne's episode is like a masterclass in running a retail store she breaks down everything. Again, whether you want a second store location or you're operating 20, this is an episode for you if you want an epic masterclass. She shares it all. She doesn't hold anything back. When I was re-listening to this episode, I was driving and I was like, whoa, I can't believe how much she shared. There's so much gold in this episode. Also, episode 32 with my friend Beth Rich of Mix It Up. Beth also shares so much of what she's doing. She tripled her sales in just three years of purchasing her store. She's going to share more about this too at our conference Evolve. She's one of our speakers. We talk a lot about events in that episode and a lot of our retailers are running events. There's very creative event ideas that can significantly increase your revenue, your profits, without you having to manage the event and put put it all on. Beth has found an amazing hack to have people lining up to host events at your store and be a part of events at your store. And then finally, episode 40 with Kristen, the owner of White Arrow Home. She started her store and grew very quickly as well, winning industry awards. And she shares how she did it She's got a very active social media. So we talk about that in the episode. And again, if you're just really looking to scale and grow and see some of these faster results, these ladies are the ones to listen to. So be sure that you go back and listen to these episodes and let's get into today's episode. In this episode of Rooted in Retail, I am chatting with Heidi Hardman, the owner of Polka Dots, which is a gift shop in Florida. And man, I loved talking to Heidi this episode. I just feel like she gives so many tips and value for our retailers. She's a fellow retailer. We are talking about how to become locally famous. If you want more people to know about you and your town, become the talk of the town. Show up everywhere, then this is a great episode for you. I love what Heidi's been doing, her and her team to become 15 mile famous. We also talk about the dynamics of working with a marketing manager and somebody who's helping you with your social media. So if you have somebody on your team now or you're thinking about hiring somebody, you're going to love this episode. It's going to help you on understanding how to best manage that relationship and work together. And then we also talk about integrating a nonprofit into your business. Heidi has Polka Dogs Pet Rescue, and it's a really lovely story and give back. And I just love what she's doing for our furry friends. We also, at the very end, Heidi has some really great advice for you. If you are struggling to get started on something, if you're hanging on to inventory, you shouldn't, if you're resisting anything, we kind of go deep into there. So I think that you're going to get some great value out of today's episode. So let's dive in. Welcome to Rooted in Retail. I'm your host, Crystal Vilkaitis. Here we have engaging and informative conversations with successful indie retailers and industry experts. Together we learn, connect and grow. Don't miss our live after the show every Tuesday night in the Rooted in Retail Facebook group. All right, here's today's episode. Heidi, welcome to Rooted in Retail. I'm thrilled you're here.
1: Thank you so much. It is such an honor to be here, Crystal. Really.
0: Yes. Well, I am honored that you are here and we got to spend a little bit of time together at Evolve at our in-person conference last year. And then I got to see you later at the Whiz Big trading, uh, retail summit. And, and then I saw you at another market and I was like, I get so much Heidi time. This was amazing. <laughs> so this is really fun. I'm glad that my listeners get some Heidi time because you're doing some really cool stuff.
1: I like, well, thank you.
0: Yeah. So let's dive right in. I know that one big takeaway for you at the, at our conference evolve was being 15 mile famous. And I've talked about this a little bit on the show, but I kind of, it was a very brief part of the ending of the conference. And you held on to that and people are really resonating with that. And we're gonna talk more about it at Evolve this year, 2024. But you emailed me and you're like, oh my gosh, I love that. It's been, you were talking about it in our meetings and we took out a movie theater ad, like we're thinking differently. And so I would love for you to share. Actually, before I even get you into that, Heidi, I should have done this first. Back up. Tell us about a little, take a couple minutes and tell us about your
1: (laughs) store. So my store, I've had four stores. So one now we're just down to three because we closed one, but we had it for 20 years in a mall. But I started a long, long time ago doing craft shows back in the 90s. So... That was how I started my business. I actually made musical kids clothes. You pushed a button and they would play music. So I would travel all over the country making kids clothes. And then that just evolved to our first store. And then it just evolved from there. And then I had up to four stores and down to three. And now we just moved our store that we've had for 14 years in one location. We moved it to a downtown location because it seems like downtowns are really revitalizing and coming to life again, which I absolutely love. So. It was just the right opportunity. I was ready to retire and thought well, something comes up in that downtown area and 10 days before my lease was up. So I meant to be. So- oh, no kidding. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love when things work out like that. Yes. And I was so excited and it is just the dream store. I love it. So I still have my other ones, but one is a franchise store. So that one is, you know, it's not as fun as this one. So- sure. And tell us some of the types of products you carry. So we have Pandora Jewelry, Kendra Scott. We have a lot of jewelry. We Brasway Italia, which is one of our newest brands. We just brought in Buddha Girls, Julie Voss, but we also have gift items and Spartina and Dot and Dash, which is a Morse code. And then I have a whole rescue section in the back, which is for our pet rescue that we started as well, that we donate everything back. So it's really a lot of gifts and jewelry, but they have to have some meaning behind them. They have to have some either people that give back or locally made or just something that can be encouraging or inspirational, just make you feel good. Oh, I love that. It's gifts and
0: accessories with a meaning, which is so special. Mm-hmm. And we are going to talk about this pet rescue. I love what you're doing. Um. So, and I'm in Florida a lot. I really want to come to your store. I know you messaged once and I was I was like in and out on that trip. But when I'm in the area, I'm coming to Polka Dots. I cannot wait to check out your story. Where is it? Um, I would love to see. Yes, yeah, that'd be so fun. Okay. I was so excited to talk about 15 Mile Famous. So here, now let's get into it. Tell okay. me, as you took that away from Evolve, what have you and your team been doing to really build that fame and and create that local impact? And what kind of results have you been seeing?
1: So we did a lot of things. And Roberta is my marketing manager. And Molly, who worked for us, she went on to have a full-time social media job. But she still helps, which I love. And she's actually coming to Evolve this year again. So we're going to bring her along anyway. She's awesome. Oh, I so love it. we really started focusing on that. How could we do that? Because for us, for the major brands we carry, like online, we can't even sell Pandora online. That's still one of our major things. So our fight wasn't going to be against these big name brands. We wanted to keep it. What can we do locally? We have such a great local market that people support local businesses. How can we make this 15 mile famous? So we really sat down and went through it, went through our plan, how we came up with our tagline and what does that mean? And then how do we resonate that in all our advertising? So we really did a multi, I, I call it omni-channel. I don't know if that's the correct term, but yeah, we did a local movie ad, which people It's a local theater, not a big one, but a lot of locals go there. We did that. We did two local billboards. We did a magazine called The Local, which has been fabulous. We did another magazine that is specific to a big subdivision here, which targets our market. So that was great. And then we're really starting to host different events with local companies. So that was really our thing. And we do like parades or events or Just anything local right there to just really get the word out.
0: Mm, Okay. I am so proud of you. You are just (laughs) knocking it out of the park. Like I, anybody who's listening to this, imagine if you and your team, like Heidi and her team sat down and really thought about the 15 mile famous, how anybody in a 15 mile radius can know your store, your name, what you sell, Heidi, like you were saying, your tagline Everything is out there. It's consistent. And you're showing up in as many places as possible. And you, I mean, you are showing up. Now, how has that been translating from traffic, sales, social? What are you seeing?
1: What kinds of results are you seeing from this? Well, I have a funny, a uh, little funny story about it because we did do a parade just on Martin Luther King Day with the rescue. So... In our ad at the movie theater, Maverick, our mascot for the rescue, is in the ad. And we're going down the parade. And I hear this lady screaming, Maverick, I just saw you at the movie theater. (laughs) So he's like a little celebrity. So I have to say that has been a big key. But it is definitely translating. We're having more people come in and say, hey, I saw your ad at the movie theater. Or they may not comment on our social media. Or on our lives, but the way it has been translating, we find that whatever we feature on that live that coming week, we start to sell more of that product. Mm -hmm. Or we have people now coming in and like Roberta, my marketing manager, they'll say, hi, Roberta. And she'll look like, you know, I don't know you, but they're like, I know you from my, from the lives, you know, my wife watches you. And so that has really been how it's translating. It's not always complete direct results like I can't say okay you know this person but when you start hearing those comments over and over again about hey I saw you on this live or people are coming in oh yeah I saw that on Instagram that's how we're really we're tracking a lot of that exactly Which, it's been great and well, word of mouth of course
0: of course absolutely and that's the thing I think that Bob Nagan says this a lot there's a difference between sales and marketing so you what you're doing here. And those results that you're talking about, it's all marketing, right? It's to generate that awareness. It's to generate the brand recognition. And Roberta is part of the brand recognition. Maverick is part of the brand recognition. You are too. So you're building all that and then you're hearing it. And this is what's great too. I mean, keep in mind that you're hearing it, but there's so much more you're probably not hearing because not everybody will share. And I think for a lot of us, to your comment about maybe you're not seeing the comments on the lives or people commenting on social media. I've actually started to see this more too, where I think that the consumer is less likely to comment publicly on brands, social media, but that doesn't mean they're not paying attention. It doesn't mean that they're not watching and they might be watching live or the replay. And it doesn't mean that they're not, actually DMing. And so that's one strategy. If you really are trying to get people to comment or engage, encourage them or invite them to do it in a DM or a private message, because I think that consumers feel more comfortable from a brand perspective there. I think we're going to start seeing a rise in that. So I'm sure people listening can totally resonate with what you're saying. Maybe you're not seeing a lot of the engagement, but man, you're hearing about it in the store. Yeah. So it's converting. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. It They're is coming. definitely. Definitely see it more. And when people were just in conversation or walking down the street, and you'll hear somebody say, Oh, yeah, I love your store and I watch you on Instagram. Or, you know, they may not, like you said, they may not comment right there, but they'll mention it when I see them out somewhere else that that's a different situation.
0: Yep. And what I love too, that you and your team are such an action taker because you left Evolve, you started implementing. It hasn't even been a year. I mean, we're recording this in January. So that happened end of April. Hasn't even been a year. What happens with your omni channel approach here, where you're showing up at the magazine and the theater and on social, you're, that compounds. Like people are going to continuously, you show up, you show up, you show up time and time again, and just look at what you've done in under a year. So, this is, I'm just, I'm very proud
1: and very excited for you. Now, <laughs> I'm very excited too, but it's Roberta. She's the one that even reached out for this. She's the one, like, you know, stretching outside the box and doing things. So I think that's, yeah, it takes the right people. That's a big key. It really
0: does. Teamwork makes the dream work. And that's actually a perfect segue because I want to talk about Roberta. So Roberta helps you with your marketing. And you also mentioned Molly helping you with your social media. Mm -hmm. And something I always really hope for our retailers is that they have help because as it's challenging to do it all on your Mm -hmm. own. So Mm -hmm. will you just take us through anybody who's listening to this right now who maybe does have somebody on their team or wishes they had somebody? What does that relationship look like? Like, how do you and Roberta work together? How does she know your goals? How often do you meet? Can you share behind the, the curtain on
1: that relationship with Roberta? So I will tell you, she started with me when she was 17 years old. And then she went away for a long time and now she is 30. I think she's turning 38 this year. So in a few days, actually, we go way back, but she's a totally different person now. She's a mom of a teenage son, but we have that relationship and we always have just trusted each other and I've always encouraged her. And now that she's back and she's really getting into this whole marketing thing, she has experience. She worked for Expedia, so she has experience, but she's really come out of her shell and just come up with some great ideas for events and but we meet every week and we talk almost daily because we want to keep it on track so just like coming up with the tagline that was a few months of meeting weekly with my managers and them but for her and she's not doing it full-time yet she will be but molly's helping i'm doing it you just have to find the right people that you can really work with but she's really good. She has to have the goal in mind. So that's something we kind of drill down like the greatness, gratitude, giving, which is our tagline. We want to make sure everything is consistent with that. And then, like, once a month, she'll, she had the idea. Let's post one thing that just rem- reminds people that, okay, this is the greatness. This is how it relates to the store, how it relates to the products we bring in. What then the gratitude, then the giving. So she's the one, like I said, we meet weekly. And the, in fact, Wednesday we always do it on Wednesdays. But we talk daily. It could be two o'clock in the morning. She's like, oh, Heidi, you had a great idea. And we're always up. You so up? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. I'm always up. Been doing that. Don't call me at seven a.m. At two a.m., I'm up. And so we try to make sure everything goes through that funnel. But her, she and I just have the same goals. I think that's the key: is you have to have the same goals. And they always say to surround yourself with people better than you. So I try to do that. And She's been fabulous. The idea she's coming up with, I'm like, wow. Like she didn't even tell me about this podcast, she said, until she confirmed. Then she's like, by the way, <laughs> so she was good. really, really honored. She's very good. She thinks outside the box, and Molly's been awesome too with that. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, kind it kind of seems like Roberta has that marketing mindset. Like, how can I connect with my customers? How can I get the brand out there? How can I get Heidi out there? So she's asking those questions. So if anybody listening is trying to work with somebody else, make sure they're thinking that way and make sure they understand why that's so important, right? It's about the brand awareness. It's about connection. And to your point, Heidi, goals, how often like, it's so easy to just run a business and get caught up in the day-to-day and we forget about our goals or we're not checking in or tracking them. And I just really believe we have to have those goals. We have to know where we're going. Otherwise, yeah. like we're going to get lost. We're going to get off the path. And then that sets both of you up for failure. And I think that's where a lot of retailers feel frustrated with their marketing person, feel frustrated with their social media person. I think that's actually a very big pain point for a lot of retailers. Um, it is. Yeah. I mean, and maybe it's marketing, but team in general i know it could be very challenging but i think especially marketing a lot of retailers have a hard time tracking do you guys have any kind of system or way that you guys connect on checking in on that goal and checking in on the results so you both feel good about how time is being spent
1: yes we do actually we use your social media planner sometimes just paper and pencil and i love that because it it plans things out and you have a direction and each week has a theme um and now we have it planned out a few months which okay. she is the planner if it was up to Good. me it would never be done so i have to say i give her credit and then molly runs analytics every month for us too she runs the analytics on our facebook or instagram or tiktok or website where's the traffic coming from and because we're a fashion you know store we're a boutique she does what is the new aesthetic like she came up no now vanilla girl is the aesthetic that's in so when we go to market that also helps us to bring that in and then we're going to keep that consistent in our social media and our and our bags and actually i reached out to somebody from your evolve conference again with one of the outbreak sessions that i had reached out to her about branding too which was amazing so that that's a really key thing is we do track our analytics. You know, where are we going with this? And what is performing better? Is it the reels, the carousels, like you're talking about, you know, what is performing best? And then we try to focus more on that. And how many times a day do you post? And I know everybody's like, wow, three to five times a day, it's almost impossible. I, I'm not going to lie. It's really hard. <laughs> so, but some days when we went to Atlanta, we were posting a few times a day, we definitely got more traction. And yep. I think that really helps. So we're not there yet. And I, you know, I don't want I was feeling pretty overwhelmed, but you know, after going through your your Evolve especially and just focusing in that that social media planner has it's been a godsend, I have to say.
0: Good. Well, I'm so happy that you invested in yourself and your team and were at Evolve. And then you also spend that time, that time investment of making this a priority. A lot of people just they don't want to check the stats, they don't want to make it a priority, but You've got to. You're spending the time and effort and salary or on, pay on somebody who's doing this for you. We got to make sure that we're checking these results. Yes.
1: Yeah, you definitely do. Otherwise, like you said, if you don't know where you're going, any road's mm-hmm. going to get you there, right? So you you have to have a target goal and then you just, you regroup. Okay, this isn't working. Let's try something else. You know, there's exactly. lots of mistakes. Like you said, neither done is better than perfect. I keep this putting that in my head too. And just, you know what? you know if you make a mistake who cares like today we just happened to be in the store we remodeled yesterday we were in the store and we said we're gonna start a morning dance party for our chat in so we all start dancing and then my rep from one of my brands walks in and we're like oh hi <laughs> but you know it just set the mood though it was just fun and people were
0: laughing it's just yeah so it's great but oh i love it <laughs> oh my i love i love a dance party so that is a fabulous way kick off the day and a live stream and any anything you're doing how fun but you there's two things you said there was a key word which was consistency yes, and sure. a lot of us are like a oh, roll eye roll I know I know you hear it from everyone but yeah. it's true like anything you've got to be consistent and then you also said we're not there yet and I just want to encourage you because what is there mean exactly i mean we're just really on this journey and you learn something you get it down then there's the next thing and the next thing and i think i hear that same statement from a lot of retailers we could be doing so much better we're not there yet and it's like we we put some big expectation of what we should be doing and where we should be at and i think that's actually what holds us back from being consistent because we have such a big expectation. And it's really about connecting with your customers, you know, f- focusing on the goals, having fun while you do it and making sure you're consistent with that brand. So, you know, let's get rid of, we're just, we're not just not there yet. You are there, you are rocking it. And, <laughs> um, and I'm just so, uh, I'm just so excited to see what you guys have built. I have exciting news. In honor of Rooted in Retail's first birthday, we launched this show on March 5th of last year. And to celebrate, we are giving away five tickets to our in-person marketing conference called Evolve. So if you can come to Denver, Colorado, April 28th and 29th, and you want to go to Evolve, which who doesn't, then you can register to win. Go to crystalmediaco.com slash win you must register by february 29th leap day we will pick our five winners and announce those on march 1st i hope to see you at evolve and good luck and happy birthday to rooted thanks for listening it means the world
1: it's certainly a journey it is a journey it is a journey and it's an exciting one and good days bad days but it's a journey, and we are having fun along the way. So yes, you I just feel like once we found you, and not to plug you, I know this is your podcast, but I, I, in all honesty, Crystal, this has been the best resource I have found. It's just easy because you're geared to small business, and you know to stay focused and really help. That I've told numerous friends that are retailers. I have at least one of them coming to email this year, but okay. it's it, it's just finding the right resources is half the battle and to me, you're like having another employee on your team that's going to really guide you and get you on the direction. And yeah, yeah. so we've been following you for years. So this was great. And my, and Roberta, like I said, my marketing manager and Molly, they're on it. They, yeah, it's great. It's just, you need somebody, a coach, you to do. you know, into that direction and keep you focused.
0: That's exactly what I was going to say. Again, going back to teamwork makes the dream work. It doesn't always have to be team under your roof. Like who uh-huh. are you getting that coaching, that mentorship, that guidance from? And there's so many amazing resources out there. And we happen to be one of those that's very targeted on retailers. And we love that you are in our world. Now, I have to ask anybody that's listening to this. What piece of advice would you have on working with a Roberta? Their marketing person, Maybe they don't have that person yet, but once they get them hired, what advice do you have for a successful relationship?
1: I think the biggest key is I have my girls do a vision board when they come on board. I want to make sure we are all going the same direction, that this is what your vision is for the store. And I hire people that I want, have the big picture of the store in mind. They're not just in it for them. They're in it for the sex, the success of the store. Then we can make it fun. We can have fun along the way. But and really keeping that consistency, like you said, meeting weekly. It could be a 30 minute meeting, but you walk away. Okay, you're going to do these three things. I'm going to do these three things. Don't try to do everything in one week. So it's just okay. And if it's not coming to you, just put it aside, you know, and walk away for a little bit, come back to that. But really the meeting every week and talking as much as you can. So you make sure that you both have the same big picture in mind. And again, brand consistency, because you don't want your marketing person going off in this direction. You're like, no, this is the vibe or whatever the the brand of, of my store. So exactly. you really have to have that, even a personal connection. I think that's key. You have to be looking at for the same, like we have that funnel. Like I said, every all our ads have to go through a funnel. And I think once you get that funnel down, you get the right person in there. And like I said, it doesn't have to be a marketing manager. I mean, just going through your stuff and your five things to do each day is really a good key start. And that gives you the basic because sometimes when you want to hire somebody, you're like, I don't even know what their job should be. You don't know enough. So I think that's really a good key foundation. But yeah, to work with a marketing manager, keep it very consistent and meet consistently, meet Mm -hmm. consistently because you have to be learning as much as they do. Yeah. Like,
0: no kidding. It, you will. You'll both be learning from this
1: experience. Awesome advice. That was really good. And give good. them freedom. I think that's Ooh. another big key. Give, the, give them the freedom to run. Like, okay, let's try this. Not, nope. My key is if nobody dies, then you're okay. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> yes. it's, it's not really going to matter. You can recover. So we're good. Exactly.
0: We're good. You know, I'm so glad you said that because I think entrepreneurs, and I could be guilty of this, We like to have control. We want to make sure things are a certain way. And I've just heard so many retailers over the years be like, how are they going to represent me? How are they going to be in my voice? And I'm like, first of all, you got to give somebody a shot. Like you're making problems that you don't even know if they're going to exist yet. Like, let's see. Now, there are definitely steps you want to try. You definitely want them to represent you well and represent the brand and talk how you would talk. And they can look at past posts and they can kind of pick up that tone. And now with ChatGPT, you could be putting in past captions and be like, write me captions that sound in this exact voice. You know, like it, it's so easy. So you can even make personas like your own custom GPT personas. Right. A peek at what we'll be talking about and Evolve. We've got some fun stuff we'll be sharing. So give them the freedom. I think when people are stifled and held back, it's like the creativity isn't there. And then they're not thinking like how Roberta thinks. What if we did that? And having these different ideas, you've allowed her to just think bigger and have that freedom. And it's only going to help build your business. Such
1: good absolutely. Once she knows the brand, she knows me well. And once she knows that, give her a little freedom Mm -hmm. to run. Like I said, the things that she's come up with, that. She reached out to the local magazine and we just hosted their first ever event. Like they've never even done it. She's like, let's do it at our store. So she's really getting out in the community. Yes. But she gets me out there, too. I'm still the, you know, I'm the one who's owned the store for 100 years however long it's been. But <laughs> you look great. Maybe not 100. <laughs> no. But anyway, so but I trust her. I think that's a big key. You have to trust the person. And then yeah, I've been making mistakes so what. And I'm just, if you, if you paint wall blue and you don't like it, you paint it green. You and, just start yes. over and you may, like, Hey, sorry, we made a mistake and you move on. That's, yep. Yep. Yeah. Nobody's going to die. A lot of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Hang exactly. on. Nobody afraid. dies. No dogs die. That's key for me. So <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, for sure. Well, Heidi, you have Polka Dogs Pet Rescue. I love Polka Dogs. Like this is yeah. so cool. So how can you talk about how you integrated your passion and created this, your pet passion really, and created this rescue and how it integrates into the store as well.
1: Yes. Uh, Yeah. You know, I could go on for hours about this, but I won't. What had happened is first, I adopted my first dog in the midst of all my stores and everything else. I adopted my first dog, Sparky, still with me today. Thank God. So, and then it just started my passion. Like I remember going to a Toastmasters years ago and I had to do a speech on something i was passionate about and i didn't i couldn't come up with anything well careful what you ask for so 15 years later <laughs> i adopt my dog i felt my passion so mm-hmm. it is truly a passion and i was with a different rescue first and jumped in head first and then aaron who started the rescue with me one of my co-founders said we ever start a rescue we should name it polka dogs like your store and i'm like Perfect. I mean, it was just one of these epiphanies. I'm like, that's great. So he actually named it. And then during our first six months, we found this little dog, Maverick. He was hit by a car two different times. His leg was mangled, his spine was severed, and people just left him on the side of the road for weeks before we found him. We found this out through the doctors and the x-rays and MRIs that the injuries were weeks apart. So Mm. anyway, so... We took him in and Maverick has become our mascot for the rescue. And then since people get to know him and his story, and again, using social media, the power of social media is how that got out. And I have people calling me from New Zealand, from everywhere to work with paralyzed dogs because we've worked with a lot now. And so it's my passion. But the way I incorporate it into the store is I have an entire rescue section in the back where 100% of the profits go back to the rescue. So we sell different products or we do a roundup at our store. And then Maverick comes in on Saturdays. People come in asking for him, just like I said, in the parade. Like this past Saturday, I thought we were going to have a riot. And Shan said, I think we're going to have a riot if you don't bring Maverick in because i got like five people asked for So, and and it really incorporating your passion, people can see it. Like I'm very sincere. I have seven dogs and Maverick is one of them and I foster him permanently for the rescue. And then I have a foster dog. So it's, you have to be sincere. Like you can't just say, oh yeah, maybe I donate 10% because you want to get more clients. That's not, I mean, we're very authentic. I can say I definitely walk the walk because I have a lot of dogs and I foster and started our own rescue and, you know, raise money for it, everything else. So I think that that's the key. If you have that passion, you can incorporate it. You can find a way. It took a while for me to do that. But now, like I said, in the movie theater ad, Maverick's in the ad. Yep. And he has his own little license plate. And now he's in oh. the store and we have shirts with him on it. So really people start to know that too. And it gives your business more of a personality. Like you're not just trying to sell things. And really, if somebody walks in your door and they see a little dog running around in a wheelchair, who's going to be in a bet? Who was going to focus on their own problems when they see this little dog running, jumping curbs and going up to everybody running over their feet? And you just can't be in a bad mood. And it also just, it lightens up the whole mood of the store. So it makes people feel good when they come in and, and it does, it incorporates, it makes them think that this is not just a business that's trying to sell me something. This is a small business. This is another reason to support your local business. These are people that care and so people bring in their dogs all the time and we talk and, you know, so it's, it's just a really, it's, yeah, it's a passion and it's, you know, incorporated into the store and the name people are starting to finally get it, you know, it <laughs> yes. the together, but yeah. And I moment. guess I'm using him in our ads sometimes, yeah. and, you know, like Patrick says. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's the thing. It's, you have to be known for something. I did a podcast episode and actually aired this week while we're filming this with Jacqueline mm. with the product boss. And Uh she talked about how you have to be known for something. There are just a ton of choices and a ton of brands out there in stores and places to shop. And when you're trying to be 15 mile famous and you're really building your brand, what are you known for? And so having that consistency is key. But to your point, you have brought Maverick in, who is such a big part of the messaging. But I just want to say thank you as a fellow pet lover. I just think it's phenomenal that what you do and how you've integrated it it's very inspiring and um i think that we i think my fiance probably told you this when we were at evolve and i walked up at part of this conversation that we have a nonprofit where we mm-hmm. help pay for pets medical bills um as it relates to the dog's death or illness unexpected bills right that happens for people and um you know when you have something that you just like you said you care about and you bring that to life and you're able to help people pets it just makes it a lot more meaningful and um, we need that we really need that in this world and so thank you for doing what you do
1: thank you and i will say we were very proud between our roundup and our rescue section we donated twelve thousand dollars back to the rescue last year so we were (laughs) very happy about that so oh
0: my gosh congrats i love Uh, hearing that so good (laughs) Yes,
1: And Aaron, the guy who started the rescue was the one that implemented the roundup. He said, we should do that. I'm like, okay. And so people are really good about it. And uh, and again, you know, it's just, we really mean it. We're not being insincere. We really do care and they can see that people bring their dogs in all the time so it's great i love it oh i love it it's so funny that you said you were in
0: toastmasters and you were like what are we passionate about what we got to talk about when i was in college in my speech class we had to present and we had to talk pretend like it was an event like maybe a graduation or a wedding or something like a special event and um or winning an award or whatever and i was like what do i all i could think about was my dog bruiser So I was like, is it okay if I bring him to class? It's five pound Chihuahua. So I brought him in and I held him and I was, and my event was, it was Bruiser's birthday party. And you guys all came, you had no idea, but you are all invited. And I just talked about my dog and I was like, I feel like that's going to be easy. I'll just talk about how much I love him. And they filmed it. And I have this, I don't think I have the video anymore, which is so unfortunate, but you would watch yourself back to see if you were good at your speech. And Bruce was just sitting there, just looking around, like, just so unimpressed. It was so funny. <laughs> I wish we could all be that relaxed, right? He's like, Oh, <laughs> exactly. Like, why am I here? Why are all these people looking at me? Like, what's going <laughs> on? <at me? laughs> so, oh, fun. That's so fun. Girl. Oh, okay. Now, Heidi, right. when we were emailing back and forth, getting prepared for this, Maybe- one thing that you said in there was, You don't have to know everything to get started and don't wait for the perfect time. And I just wanted to pull that out and I want you to just elaborate a little bit. Give some advice to our listeners who maybe are waiting to do the thing. They don't feel ready. What do you say to them?
1: That's the whole paralysis by analysis for sure. Uh, Just jump. Just take a chance. I mean, really, that was a friend of mine said that. Just jump. Just you know, like I said, nobody's gonna, I've almost gone bankrupt from three times, but I'm on the other end of that. And it just always have to take chances. Like, don't be married to your past. Don't be stuck on it. A product's not working. You invest the money in. OK, as long as you hold on to that, instead of putting it on sale and clearing it out, you don't make room. You don't have your open to buy dollars. You're not making room for something that is going to sell. And then it just becomes clutter in your store. So I think that's a big thing try to take advantage of new opportunities and always learning, like just go into this evolve. I was so excited that I could not sleep. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just so many ideas. And I go back to the book and the one when you were, okay, where are you going to be a year from now? Where are you going to be a month from now? And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I've done all this so many times, but this was just a new, like, I don't know, to elaborate on my business. I was like, wow, oh, it just some things just resonated so much better and you being so authentic and sincere and all of us even molly and roberta both were like oh my gosh we have so many ideas so many ideas so i think that's a big thing but you just have to start because yep. that start you just like you said just just use better done than perfect and if you don't start you're never going to get anywhere i think exactly. that's a, a very big key and like i said we're still a work in progress but i think we're just Having fun along the way, like like you said, it's a journey. Whatever happens, you're going to make mistakes, but that's okay. Nobody die. Move along.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Well, and you know, I think I'd rather make the mistake than never get started, never do the thing, and have so much regret. And so I just really do, over the years in working with retailers, I there is a lot of fear. We all have fear. There's a lot of resistance. Of course we do. And I do think that people hold themselves back. I think that they don't start. I think that they can hang on to products. I think that there can be that scarcity mindset. And a question I really like to ask is, what's the worst that can happen? And can you live with the worst? And typically, you can't. It's everything's going to be okay. And so that kind of gives you a little bit more courage to do the next thing. But I just love that you said that. And thank you for sharing that advice with our listeners.
1: It's needed. And it was. We also do a zero-based thinking. Like we go, okay, knowing what you now know, would you get into this again? Would you have that product, that relationship, that person, whatever it is, would you have it again, knowing what you now know? Mm -hmm. The answer is no. Move along. Time to to get rid of it and move on. Oh, I've
0: got some things I'm working on that I'm going to be using that. (laughs) That's my next journal for tomorrow morning. Yep. I love it. That is a big key. That's a really good one. I feel like my new commercial for or tagline for Evolve should be Evolve, where you won't sleep afterwards.
1: (laughs) Because you have so many amazing ideas. (laughs) But it's so exciting. Like, I love that. You just, when you really love it and you have these ideas, you're just like getting up in the middle of the night and you're Mm -hmm. writing stuff down. It just, it puts a fire under you and it just makes you feel alive. And I love Mm -hmm. that. Better than just going through the grind. Even the AI, that's a big learning curve for me. But Roberta's already using it. And she's like, yep, I use it. And I love that. So it's, yeah. There's so much to learn there.
0: But you do, to your point, like you just... However, however, it can work for you. You have to, I'm a big life learner, right? I just, the more Mm -hmm. you learn, the more you earn, you've got to put yourself in those situations and invest in yourself. And I think in person's better because then the energy of other people, it's just different. You're like in the room, in the building. It's just so different.
1: You can't pick up on, you can't really pick up on people when you're not you're not in person. There's other outside things that around you that you interact with, that just it is different. That's what I love having in person. I think it's it's just fantastic. And yeah, yeah I do too. I'm not going to go and brag about your evolve a hundred times because I just <laughs> but it really was. No. I've been to a lot, a lot of conferences, and I told you this on that That was just just fantastic. One of yeah. the very though, so, and I've been well, to a lot. Like Zig Ziglar and Brian Tracy and all those in person in this was so right up there, girl. <laughs> I love it. I
0: love hearing that because it really means a lot to me and my team. We really want it to be high value. And so that really means the world to me and my team. Heidi, what are you excited for in, you know, we're filming this in January for the coming year?
1: What what's coming up? What's exciting? I'm really excited for all the new opportunities. I think really Like I said, our marketing efforts, I think they're just going to keep climbing, keep climbing. And the the nice part about the social media is you have an opportunity to write a story now. Like I have found for the rescue when I was really doing all the Facebook and Instagram posts for the rescue, you tell a story, I can get that dog adopted. Like we do a 30 day challenge or I can raise money for that dog, but it has to be about the story to make you stand Mm. out. And social media gives you such an opportunity for that so that we didn't really have before with just static marketing. I'm excited to do more in-person events. So we have actually one scheduled every single month. So through at least the first six months of the year, we have one scheduled and Roberta has one that's themed by colors and everybody's going to dress in the color. And so I'm excited about that. I'm just really excited to learn more. And like I said, the marketing efforts, everything changes all the time. You just have to roll with it. So I think 24 is going to be a fantastic year. I feel amazing. Best I felt in a while. And I love it where the small business is going and where Main Street's again, are revitalizing. And I, it's just, oh, so excited. So excited about all the opportunities and I'm really excited to come to Evolve and yeah, just, there's so many things just, yeah, but all our events and having a great team, a smaller team, but just a really awesome team. It just moving along and oh yeah. hitting my like goal this year. I'm going to oh, yeah. it this year.
0: <laughs> yes. You are set up for success. You've got the passion. You've got the fire. You are ready. I love this mindset and I can't wait to see what you guys do in 2024. So exciting. Heidi, are you ready for the resilience round?
1: I think I am. All yes. right, let's do it. Best business book. <laughs> I don't have one. I can honestly say I do not have one. I get my inspiration from so many different places. You from Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy, all of these. I just get it from really all different places. So I can't say I can't nail it down to one business book.
0: Love the I listen
1: audible every day.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Love that. I agree. Here same. Best retail technology, like
1: an app or software. I have two, my POS system, which is Artisan Storefront by Saratech. I found they're not the biggest. They're a very small company, but I find they give a lot of reports for a fraction of the cost. And I love that. And the other one is my Pencil Planner Pro. Okay, That's my app that I use for scheduling and everything. You have your Asana. I like my Pencil Planner Pro and I can schedule everything right in there. And it syncs with all my calendars. I love it. Awesome. Say the POS again artisan storefront by sertech c-e-r-t-e-k awesome. i love it. the reports that they offer and everything is all inclusive i love it
0: okay i haven't heard of that one and i know pos systems are a challenge for retailers so we will and link-
1: expensive yeah this exactly. one is not nearly as expensive as some of the others
0: okay great to know all right how do you keep up with the ever-changing landscape of retail
1: Oh my goodness. I'm always researching. always going with my marketing team. I You know, you just, you got to think outside the box. I think that's the biggest thing. I think I mentioned in my email that sometimes I will go to Lowe's. I will have no idea what this item is for, but if it's going to work for what I'm trying to build, I'll try to build something in the aisle. I don't know what it's for, but it doesn't matter. It works. So I really try to think outside the box and stay up to date, like learning from you, learning from other, you know, Oh, your podcast people that you have on the gas and just wow, so many ideas that I get from there. So that's just always learning and talking, networking with my other retail friends and going to the markets, following the trends and listening to other people.
0: Yeah, so good. I agree. To help retailers be stronger, more rooted in success, what's a foundational
1: retail best practice? for me i write down my goals every day i have this weird thing i write them on my shower every morning and i have my friend calls a magic notebook so i definitely write write my things down every day and i just focus on manifesting my goals every day that is my and and again networking it still you know was talking to other people but i write my goals down every single day i cannot even tell you how many crazy things that have happened to make things come true Ooh. crazy you would never believe but yes yeah. And sounds then, like we have to have a oh, two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but manifesting, yes. But I my other it. thing is keep your theme of the store. I don't carry tires in my store. Okay. This tire may be a great seller, but it's not for my store. So right. don't chase brands that aren't right for the theme of your store. Once you know yourself and like you can always say, be authentic and just once you know what your brand is, stick with that. You're going to be much more successful than trying to chase down brands that just aren't the right fit for you so true. and that's a hard thing to do that's a Ooh, hard thing to do
0: hard but good great advice uh-huh. if you had to start your business all over again what would you do differently
1: nothing i love it i trust my intuition much more now that's mm-hmm. the only thing i think i would have trusted my intuition more earlier Ooh. but i think that just comes in time to learn that i wouldn't it's a journey it's yeah. success but i don't call it success and failure everything's a learning experience and it's a journey I'm happy to be on and I just love it. You have to love what you do. And I love it. So mm. I to continue until I'll probably retire when I'm ninety-five years old. I don't know. But yeah, it's yes. not gonna be any time soon. So
0: good. I got full body chills when you answered that. Yeah. I love that, Heidi. That's so good. Yeah. What do you so think the exciting. future of independent retail looks like?
1: I think it's fabulous. Honestly, I think people are missing that connection. That's what we're finding in our little town. It's People are are really missing that connection. So I think they're building like crazy around here. I don't think that the malls are going to be a thing going forward, but I think independent retail, I think it looks fabulous. I absolutely, my sales are going up yearly. So, and it's, you know, you love what you do and people want to connect with people. Mm. That's such a big key. And I think that we were missing that. So you get to tell stories and you're authentic. And I think retail looks absolutely amazing there's so many opportunities and yeah people are coming out so you just got to get them give them a reason give them the reason to connect with you so
0: exactly and and make sure they know you're there by being 15 mile famous and getting out there and connecting i love it so much heidi how can people connect with you
1: you can just go through our instagram or facebook which is polka dots with a z Winter Garden, you can message me through there, or Dogs D-O-G-Z, Pet Rescue, which is also, and that's .org for our website, but Dogs Pet Rescue on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, any of those things, so they can either one.
0: Love it. Go follow Heidi and Roberta. Say hi. (laughs) Say what you loved about the podcast. Go check them out. (gasps) Heidi, this was so fun. Thank you so much for your time and your wisdom and
1: sharing with my listeners today. And you are awesome, Crystal. It is always a pleasure. And I can't wait to see you in, in February and in April. So I would definitely encourage everybody to go to Evolve because it's amazing. Really, yeah. really amazing. So, I love Thank it. you,
0: Crystal. Thank you so much. I will see you soon. And everyone, remember that I'm rooting for your success. Have a great week ahead. Thank you so much for being here. It means the world to me. Don't forget to join the Rise and Shine newsletter, which is social media news you need to know, sent via email every Monday morning. Go to crystalmediaco.com slash rise to join. And don't miss the newest episode of Rooted in Retail, which drops every Sunday morning.